my brain's saying go Whitaker. My heart's saying go Gaslam. So I'm going to go Gaslam. You're, I got to tell you, your words confuse me. I'm standing there with the bat, and then here comes this Bugs Bunny pitch. Oh. <laughs> Where is this going? I like it because he he's, he he's makes some sense right until like the last four or five seconds. <laughs> and then... Everything, everything goes different than what he just said, and a different name comes out of his mouth. Throwing jabs available for download on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome back, basketball fans. This is the Posting Up podcast on a Sunday here rather than a Saturday. It looks like Isaiah just wanted to leave. Uh, probably <laughs> probably uh, just thinking about that Knicks first-round exit, but um, we won't talk about that right now. Uh, <laughs> first thing I wanted to get into is um, you know someone we haven't really talked a lot about on this podcast in the past, Mr. Luka Doncic. He had an insane game last night, 30-20-10, triple-double. Uh, I believe there was some stat about the 30-point, 20-assist, triple-double. That was insane. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, they beat Washington. Washington, a team who's trying to stay afloat at the bottom of that Eastern Conference play-in tournament. Uh, basically, Sean, and whenever Zay gets back, um, I want to know if Luka Doncic can stay this hot and obviously in MVP form. Uh can can the Mavericks be a team that pull off an upset in the first round? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was on mute. I don't think that they will. Um, I think that, you know, I believe in Luka Doncic. I think that he can stay as hot as he wants, but I just don't believe on the others on that team. Um, I think that Mark Cuban, I, I think he has to go after this offseason and try and get another superstar to pair with Luka Doncic because obviously the Chris Tapp Porzingis thing is not working out. He can't stay healthy, and even when he is, he just hasn't been playing that well this season. And then uh, the other guys, Tim Hardaway and Josh Richardson, they're okay, you know, role players. But I, I just think that, you know, they need an actual number two to pair along with Luka Doncic because he can't do it all himself. And I'm sure he'll go out in the first round and probably average, you know, close to a triple-double. He'll probably have another phenomenal uh, series like he did last year against the Clippers. But uh, similar to last year against the Clippers, he just didn't have that number two to really rely on. So, And they're at the five seed right now, so they would have to most likely play one of those top four seeds. And I just don't see the Mavs uh, pulling off an upset against any of them right now. Isaiah, what about you? Do you see this Mavericks team, if Luka can stay hot, being a team that can pull off an upset in the first round or maybe even at least you know win a couple games, tire a, tire a super team out? 
Um, maybe won a couple of games, tired team out, but I think Sean covered everything for the most part. There's just not a second option on that team. And plus, Soizingas, excuse me, can't stay healthy. He's just someone that's not reliable. He's never there really when Luka needed him. I believe he was hurt last year in the playoffs when they got to the playoffs too. So until they can find a second main scorer to help out Luka, I think there's going to be a team that wait. They'll, while they'll win a couple of games in the playoffs, I don't see them actually winning any series in the playoffs right now. You know, call me crazy, but if things pan out and I, I if the Mavericks end up drawing Denver in the first round, I know Jokic is a problem. Michael Porter Jr. is coming into his own. But um, if Luka Doncic is this hot and in the playoffs, I, I can see, you know, a Jamal Murray-less Nuggets team getting upset by this Mavericks team. I think that it can happen. And then you never know in the next round that Utah team that Jace fancies, uh, you know, People are saying they're a regular season team. I'm not saying sitting here saying I think the Mavericks are going to make a run to the Western Conference Finals because that that's a little egregious. But at the same time, you know, it's it's NBA basketball. You can't count anything out of the uh, realm of possibility here. Um, I have another question about Luka Doncic though. If he can if he can uh, kind of pull off this stretch and keep the Mavericks out of that um, play in tournament here. No, Zay, I'll start with you. Uh, is, is Luka Doncic a real MVP candidate, or is it kind of too late? I think he's an MB, I think he's an MVP candidate by the standards of the MVP, but I think if you go off how the NBA has been going lately, they normally give it to teams who have a winning record or who are, like, in the top and who's helping their team, you know, be one of those top teams. So I don't see him being an MVP candidate, even though I do believe he is probably the MVP of that team. Definitely. I don't b- believe he's an MVP candidate, though. Sean, any, any opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, I agree with what Zay said. I think that he's definitely got the numbers to be the MVP candidate. I mean, he's definitely the most valuable player on the Mavericks team. It's pretty clear and obvious, but uh, I just I think that, you know, they're a little bit too far outside, and they, they have been playing well as of late, um, but I, I just think that it's it's a little too late right now. I think that uh, he's he'll probably finish, you know, top 10 for sure, maybe even top five in voting, but I, I just don't see him <clears throat> being a an actual candidate for it, though. Well, only time will tell what the Mavericks will do come playoff time. Maybe some Luka magic will be <laughs> spread throughout the NBA playoffs. Uh, you never know. You never know. Um, Luke's. <laughs> um, so getting into ne- um, our first game break after this ad, we'll get into some games we're looking forward to uh, coming up this week, weekend. And week. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys yeah. to the city. I crossed up by Kobe, well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, fun. But I didn't make my I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Lots of great podcasts here on the Clovercrest Media. Go check them out. Uh, getting into our first game break of the day. Uh, we'll get into some games we're looking forward to. Isaiah, I'll start with you. What's a game coming up you're looking forward to watching? I bet you're waiting for me to say the Knicks, aren't you? <laughs> no, actually, no, I'm not. I'm a, you can take a break from the Knicks for a while. They got some good games coming up. But, no, I'm actually, I believe it's the Nets and the Bucks tonight. Kevin Durant's returning. That's actually a game I'm interested to see how they do. Especially with Kevin, um, excuse me, with James Harden being far away from returning to the team, according to sources, saying he's not even ready to come back on the court. 
I kind of want to see how this team functions going into the playoffs. They, they lost the other night. You know, obviously they didn't have KD. They only had Kyrie. But obviously every game matters coming down the stretch if you want that number one seed. So definitely a game I'm interested in. Sean, what about you? You got a game looking forward to? Yeah, uh, the Magic and the Pistons. No, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the Blazers and the Celtics uh, tonight at 730. They're both teams that are trying to stay out of that uh, playing spot. I think, you know, the Celtics, they're at the sixth seed right now. Uh, and, and they're tied with the Miami Heat. They're right behind them. And the Blazers, they're at the seventh seed. So they're trying to get out of the playing tournament. And they've both been playing pretty well as of late. The Blazers were really struggling over the month of April, but they have now won three in a row. And I think that, you know, this is a big matchup for them. And then for the Celtics, same thing. Uh, they're trying to stay out of the playing game. They won two in a row. And obviously Tatum's coming off that huge 60-point performance against the Spurs. So we'll see what he can do this time around against the Blazers. But two very good offensive teams. I know that, you know, Dame and Tatum will be going at it all night. So I think it's a, a good game to look forward to. You know, believe it or not, Isaiah, you didn't choose the Knicks game, but I did. Um, <laughs> next Wednesday coming up, the Knicks are traveling to Denver to take on the Nuggets. Uh, Knicks, as Isaiah always likes to rub in our face, have pretty much one of the best defenses in the entire league. So I'm very interested to see how that pans out against <clears throat> um, Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I always like to see you know these great defenses go up against a team I believe can give them some trouble. So that should be a interesting game. We'll see who gets the better of um, the <clears throat> interconference matchup there right before playoff time. It's a huge game. You, you talk about you got Lakers after that and Suns. So and it, Lakers, Suns, Clippers after that. So you got to pick up some of yeah. the wins. Yes. That's, yeah, that's a tough Big trip. stretch for the Knicks. They could fall. Like Isaiah always talks about that. Hey, look, if, it, if, they, if they rise up and they win some games – it's going to bring a lot, a lot of confidence into the playoffs. I'd be scared to play that team in the first round, honestly. If they go in three or four of those games, that'll be a team with a lot of confidence, and that is scary heading into the playoffs. Um, I agree with you, Isaiah. That That is a big stretch for them coming up uh, next week. So um, <clears throat> with that being said, we'll get into our next uh, topic here and kind of want to get into the uh, talk of, X factors, and I'm not I'm not talking about people like LeBron and Durant and Giannis or Embiid. I'm talking like role players, starters, people who really don't get the uh, limelight in their um <clears throat> on their team. So I, I basically want to know, guys, who's one role player or starter who can make a difference and be an X factor come playoff time for a contending team? Sean, I'll start with you. Yeah, I'm going to go with the starter, not a role player, but uh, he's from the Nuggets. You just mentioned his name before, and, and Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he's really stepped up in the month of April ever since Jamal Murray went down, and I, I think he could be that number two to Jokic, uh, especially if they want to make a run. They've been playing really well as of late, even when Jamal Murray went down. And, uh, you know, the, he had a really great month of April, averaging 24 points per game and shooting 55 from the field and 42 from three. So he's a prolific scorer. We all know that, and they're they're going to need him to keep it up. Uh, if they really want to make uh, a run in the playoffs. And I think they could because they, they do have some great depth, uh, even without Murray there. But uh, Jokic is going to need some help from a, a number two guy like Michael Porter Jr. And I think if he could you know, continue this into the playoffs, I think that they do have a, a realistic chance to make the Western Conference playoffs. Obviously, they, they need those two to go off. But I think Michael Porter Jr., if he keeps scoring the way that he is, uh, they could make a, a run in the Western Conference playoffs. Isaiah, what about you? Who you got? Be a little biased here, but 
for me, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be Emmanuel quickly. That boy can find a way to be a sniper in the playoffs. That team is gonna be very difficult to guard. <clears throat> You're talking about Julius Randle has been killing teams one on one with anybody guarding him. And if he can find somebody like that sniping out there, it's gonna spread the floor, and that team is gonna be dangerous. Serious. I'm telling you, they'll get past the Hawks and they'll probably get past the second round. I, I don't believe that much in the Nets defense. If that boy can shoot, it's gonna be a nightmare. Yeah, you talk about the Nets defense, certainly. <clears throat> if your team can catch catch fire, especially from beyond that three-point arc, can cause a lot of problems for that team. You know, we always talk about how they can give up 140 a game but score 145. If you can if you can light it up against them and somehow hold them uh, you know, defensively and make them make them struggle on the offensive end, it's a team I believe with the right game plan would be not very easy, but um not that difficult. I, uh, Isaiah always talks about how the Nets are kind of suspect, and I do agree with him on that. You know, if they're not lighting up the board for one thirty a night, I think this is a very beatable team. Um, but my my X factor, I won't go with a 76ers player. I was going to go with Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is kind of an, a, a star. He should be, um, you know, that second fiddle to Joel Embiid. Uh, obviously, he's a very talented defensive player, but Gonna jump over to the Western Conference in the the title favorite Lakers. Uh, I'm gonna go with Kyle Kuzma. Uh, he's kind of like that that third star. Air quotes. He's not a star, but um, the you know Anthony Davis and LeBron James we see carrying this team is kind of wearing on them. Uh, LeBron came back the other night, and they still lost to the Kings. He came out and said that he doesn't think he'll ever get back to 100% in his career, which was surprising to me, you know. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw that. That we cry. Yeah, that, that, that was certainly something that I was surprised to see. But Kyle Kuzma in the role, but pretty much the rest of the Lakers got to step up here and, um, you know, be solid to, to make this playoff run possible for them. Uh, that being said, we'll get into uh, – right, and Jace brings up uh, Jordan Clarkson – Pretty much the Jazz <laughs> that are not the roster. Um, you know, in a non-biased opinion, I think Carmelo Anthony too. If he could find a way to get back to his scoring ways, he could make Portland a dangerous team. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. Um, so with that being said, we'll get to uh, our third topic just after this ad here from Clovercrest Media. Rocky Hill Accountants offers a unique, low-pressure approach to professional and personal services, which is why they have an excellent client retention rate and are extremely proud of the high-quality services that their firm provides. The executive team at Rocky Hill Accountants has over 35 years of combined experience in income tax preparation, bookkeeping, accounting, and IT crypto tax. They specialize in individual income tax preparation, as well as trusts, estates, and gift tax returns. The tax deadline for individuals is May 17th. If you're one of the 50 million Americans who still hasn't filed, visit RockyHillAccountants.com. Rocky Hill Accountants, big part of uh, Clovercrest Media here. Please go give them a like on Facebook and check them out. Uh, big part of what we do here at Clovercrest. Uh, getting into our third topic of the day. Guys, MVP race is coming down to it. Uh, obviously, you have Embiid and Jokic who remain the front runners for the award. But then, uh, as of late, some dark horses coming up. CP3, Steph, Giannis are close behind them. Basically, I want to know, in your opinion, 
who deserves this award? Who really deserves this award? Uh, is it is it Embiid or Jokic, or is it one of these dark horses in Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Giannis? Is it someone else? Uh, Sean, I'll start with you. So I had Embiid basically all season, but I, I've switched my opinion as of late, and I don't want to go with everyone's favorite, but I do think that it is the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Uh, I think that the way that, especially the way he's been playing since Jamal Murray went down, I thought for sure that they were going to slip uh, down in the, the standings, but right now they're the three seed after their win last night against the Clippers, uh, and they, they keep rising up. They've won five in a row, and they're nine and one in their last 10, and I, I just think it's really impressive. Uh the fact that he hasn't missed a game all year, I mean, it's it doesn't get talked about enough, I think, especially after a deep Western Conference Finals run last year and, you know, the short offseason. And uh, it's just for his size, too, and the fact that he hasn't missed a game all year is impressive. And then not just that, but the, the fact that he's a leader of the number three seed in the Western Conference. Uh, he's top 11. It, it, he just fell out of the points per game uh, mark for top 10, but top 11 in points per game, rebounds per game, and assists per game. He does it all over the place, uh, and he's shooting career highs from the field on uh, on the most attempts of his career and also from the three-point line. So he's doing it super efficiently. He's one of the best passers in the league as a big man and just overall, and uh, uh, he obviously gets boards too, and he, he makes that team go. So I think that he definitely deserves a nod this year. Um, there's definitely – I think this is the most stacked candidates of MVPs we've seen in sometimes. Uh, most years there's at least like a clear and obvious player, but I, I think you can make a case for a lot of guys, but – I think that Joker. Uh, it, I think that Joker should get it, and I, I think that he definitely deserves it this year. You know, quick Isaiah, before you go, uh, Jace. One other thing Embiid does have on Jokic, which is a pretty pretty big deal in my opinion, is uh, the defense. I defense think yeah. is ten times the defender that Jokic is. So you missed that there, buddy. Don't come at my guy without bringing the facts, Isaiah. Anyways, you go ahead, man. Come on, guys. It's Julius Randle. No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> it's a, it's a me. It's got to be CP3, and obviously I don't got all the stats Sean got, but for me it's for one simple reason: it's the fact that this team last year just wasn't in the place they are now. They had Booker, they had this basically the same core. You added CP3, and that team is basically now the number one team. So how could he not be MVP? He's completely turned that team from last place to first place. To see it any other way would be ridiculous. Obviously, there are other players who score well and may play defense ten times better than other players, but. When you take a team from last to first, it's very impressive. So, to me, it's CP3. Yeah, Chris Paul certainly deserves a lot of um, a lot of praise for what he's done. I mean, they, they've called it the CP3 effect. <clears throat> you saw last season with the Oklahoma City Thunder. People at first didn't even think Chris Paul would play a single game for them. And nevertheless, he led them to a game seven in the first round of the playoffs, which – was far beyond anyone else's expectations of the team. Obviously, Chris Paul going in had other plans. But, um, right, Suns, uh, mm -hmm. if not have the best record in basketball or a half game behind um, the best team, uh, the Utah Jazz retook that crown last night. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Chris Paul, what Chris Paul's done for this Suns team is absolutely incredible. We saw it. Uh, down the stretch, he's been important in a lot of these games in crunch time. One in particular being that game against the Knicks mm -hmm. in and New York, where he absolutely just buried the Knicks um, with some clutch they didn't shots. Like the clutch shots I don't know down the stretch. But we can go with that one. It's all right. Um, <laughs> like I said, he'll, be hurt, he'll be hurt during the playoffs. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't need him in a huge situation, and Chris Paul will be hurt. Oh boy. 
But I agree. I think value, uh, the word value should be the most important word in this, um, you know, this, this, whatever they call, I don't, I'm not good with words, but anyways, uh, the MVP, the VE should be the most important thing in that, uh, the valuable player. And Chris Paul by far has the most value to, um, the Suns than any other player in the league. And, you know, you can argue that without a lot of these guys, these teams would not be as good as they are, but they would still be playoff teams. So Chris Paul has made all the difference. I agree with Isaiah. Chris Paul deserves a lot more MVP talk than he, than he currently gets. So um, that's who I'm going to go with as well. I don't think it'll actually happen, but he should at least be top five in votes. I'll give him that. Um, you got to remember, there was a year, though. There was, talk about the NBA. There was a year there was players getting voted in the All-Star game that didn't even play. You, you, you to, this is the NBA, guy. Zaza Pachulia was almost a starter. Uh, this, this is the NBA. It's, it's the most popular player award. It's not the most valuable player. It's the most popular player. Which is a problem. It should be the most valuable player. Um that being said, I think if anyone else has any further comments, that'll do it for our show today. Um, catch us back on Tuesday at 5. Uh, obviously, great day of basketball ahead of us. Great week. Uh, a lot of important games coming down the stretch here in the NBA. Uh, so pay close attention. I know Isaiah has been paying close attention to that Eastern Conference playoff standing uh, thing going on there in the East with the Knicks. Shout out to the Hawks losing two games for us. <laughs> right. Two weeks left in the regular season, as Jace points out there. Playoffs are on their way. Uh, we will be doing a lot of great stuff come playoff time. So just stay tuned for that. Um, for Sean Scanlon, Kings A, Lucas Bulldog, and uh, Big Jace behind the scenes, this has been the Posting Up Podcast with Clovercrest Media. Peace.